take a break grab some coffee welcome to the coffee break podcast hi hi everyone my name is titi and welcome to our new monthly podcast called coffee break um, we started the Coffee Break podcast to explore the most diverse and exciting people and projects across the creative industry in Nigeria and Africa as a whole. We'll be talking with designers, artists, writers, curators, musicians, producers, and other creatives, touching on their preferences, choices, quirks, and insights across their respective fields. So today, for our first episode, we have Godwin. Hi, guys. Who is a designer and Charles. Because I won't repeat what I said. Hello, guys. <laughs> Charles Dawson is a designer. And today we'll be having a pretty interesting conversation in the design industry. Our topic is, are UI slash UX researchers necessary? I don't know who wants to take the lead on this um, conversation. I, mean, I uh, think I'll throw it to... I'll, I'll say the person with the first letter of the alphabet. <laughs> it doesn't think, work that way. <laughs> I don't think it works that way either. <laughs> I mean, we're going alphabetical order, so let, let the person with the C go. Or <laughs> should I be humble enough to go first? I, no, I um, think you should, please. I, I'll throw it to you, Godwin. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, the topic we are looking at today are UX researchers exactly necessary. Yeah. For me, I'll say that they're, they're probably part of the pivotal parts of design as a whole. I mean, because when you look at it, you have to first reason or think of what UX actually means. UX is user experience. And design essentially is creating solutions for problems. And why are you creating solutions for if not the users? And why not let them have a good experience? So I feel like UX is the key and a major pillar in design as a whole. If you ask me, I would say we're all doing this to create jobs, really. This is a simple thing that a designer can do. Come on. Oh, wow. <laughs> because who is designer designing for? You need someone else to tell you who you're designing for. Okay. Um, let's, let's take a look back at... I'm glad at... we all have names on this podcast. Go on. <laughs> so, so, Charles, let's take a look back at Twitter, for instance. Um, this is a random product that's probably a lot of million users use. Let's say... I'll give Abdullah a figure. 83% of Nigerians use Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, the whole thing is, um, two days ago, Twitter pushed an update where it was a no-crop picture. Twitter now allows no-crop picture. So they advanced their system of pictures from the normal 16 by 9 to 2 by 1 and 3 by 4 to allow for more vertical pictures. I mean, the only way they could do that is not because, oh, Jack woke up one day and said, huh? Why is my picture cut enough? You know what? Developers, make it big. It's not about making it pop. There are certain um, things that went into making it you know that, oh, they are artists on Twitter. They do, they do portrait arts, and then people have to still expand it, which means when you're scrolling, an interaction already on the site, and then you still have to tap to expand an image. That's double work, when you can just see the art in full. So they, they, will have come up, they, will have, they came up with this, just because, oh, they are probably seeing so many feedback from the users saying, oh, and they have seen the pattern at which their users use the platform for. So if that was not their intended use for Twitter, they have come to terms of, oh, people use this for this certain use. Let's adapt the platform to this. I would use the example to flip it back on you. Okay. You, know, you mentioned Twitter has uh, 83 million users, or a couple million users. 
Now, Twitter is also not a new product. Twitter is an evolving product. Now, fast or backtrack to when Twitter started. Imagine if Jack had to wait for some UX researcher from God knows where to sign off on a UX design. We're just elongating the entire process. I, I Basically, if you ask me, I see it as, okay, there's a lot of dollars flying around in the system, so we're looking for how to make it get to everyone. So we're just, before you know it, there will now be UI layout what, design what? guy, I mean, UI design I mean, guy. The, the popular phrase is Bugwala Maja Breakfast. It's, it's, it applies even in the job industry. So whether or not it's, a, it's an avenue, it's an avenue, but at the same time, it's a positive way to make design a good, a good thing. Um, say, for instance, I mean, there are ways that which they come up with solutions, quantitative, um, qualitative, so many surveys, feedback forms. These are little things that inform the way the designer should now work. The truth is the best of solutions we have did not come from the head of a UI researcher. Let's not kill ourselves. <laughs> there was no research done to say, oh, what we really need right now is a phone that doesn't have a home button. No, no, no. So a human being put his brain to use and figured, what if we declutter this phone and remove all the buttons? I bet you UX research would have, it's like trying to research on, oh, what do we need? This is the era of a horse and a cat. What do we need? UX research will show that we need faster horses. We need to feed our horses better or we need lighter cats. UX research can never bring oh, we need a car. So the way I see it, you know, when, where real innovation lies is not in UX research. US, UX research is for um, maintaining an existing product or existing platform just to fine-tune it. But you see, oh, new startups come up. Oh, you have no, like, oh, all you have is an idea and you're hiring UX researcher. Please, like, I, mean, I, I was about to use fresh on this podcast, <laughs> but... <laughs> no, but when, when we look at the bigger picture, um, when you, when you are saying, oh, you have a, you have an idea, how sure are you that the idea you have is what the users want? Exactly. You have you have you have the idea of um, let's make this to say six feet tall, but then your users in this particular country are all midgets. Nobody's going to use your products. Small people, by the way. But can I just say like <laughs> using your example of Twitter? Okay. So some people have been complaining that this is so unnecessary, this is an unnecessary upgrade, or it makes like my screen, like it doesn't look aesthetic anymore, I don't understand why this is happening. Well, I mean, people are really saying, okay, yeah, this is a good, I, I think artists are very excited about this, but mm -hmm. there are people who don't get the point. I, yes, um, so um, it's, it's an aspect of design called the duality of users, where no matter what you do, there's a positive and there's a negative side to everything. When Steve Jobs introduced the iPhone in 2007, there were quote-unquote haters <laughs> that said, why would you do this? This doesn't make any ounce of sense. But he saw the innovation in it. So that's the same way. And he didn't just wake up one morning and said, you know what, let's move the home button. It, it, if you, um, in a speech when he was unveiling the iPhone, he mentioned things like, oh, they thought about this. They thought about bringing the iPod, which is, which is about music, and bringing what people used to make calls and bringing it to one device. The only reason why I thought about that is because he said, oh, he figured people should be able to listen to music. At the same time, be able to do normal activities of your phone. He, he, didn't think, he didn't just get back by waking, up, by waking up one random money and said, oh, an apple fell on my head, don't let's do think, this. Don't you think that means we should have smarter designers, not more roles? Because all more roles bring to the table are longer timelines you know more reasons to prolong your launch dates oh ux researcher is not done interviewing the users the users 
don't know what they need if he hits them with a brick. <laughs> Let's not kid ourselves. The, the, where, what users this, really this know is, how to do? This is slander on users. Like, <laughs> no, 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 but the, I mean, I'm a user too, yeah? What we really know how to do is complain about something that already exists. In which case, for an existing product, now, it might make sense to have some, some sort of research team. Now, this is, these are the points where I feel I, I align with you, where for an existing product, seven millions, by the way, yeah, it would make sense to have a UX research team where you are researching on how people use the product. But you see for a new product, oh, you are launching something.ng. Get out. What do you need the UX researchers for? That's the way I think about it. You know? Well, I mean, I, I, feel, I feel like we are getting to that um, line that has been drawn, the thin line between they exist and they should exist because in some cases they are necessary. But just because we see that a small niche of people shouldn't need UX researchers doesn't mean that they should be cancelled entirely. Yeah. I mean, if we can see the use of, take, let's say, um, an extra shoelace that you might have in your house. I mean, it might not be useful for you for the next five years, but the random day where you wash that your shoelace and it goes missing, then you remember, oh, I need this. So just because um, we don't need it in every aspect doesn't mean we should throw them away. So I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't exactly say throw them away, but contextually in this country, I would say, oh, okay, yeah, I'm not oh, saying throw them away. I'm so, not saying because we are so, a of country. No, 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 no. Let's, let's look at it this way. Let's look at it this way. Yeah. Um, if you have a platform that is 7 millions of users, now the nuances of the number of users would, it would greatly increase because now you have people from different countries, different cultures. But most of the things we are building here, we're building for just our fellow countrymen and women you know we, who are we kidding you know what you need you know? so in, in this in this context i feel very few things are built to become apple very few things are built to become twitter very few yes. things are built to become um hp they haven't even lasted that long yeah so it, 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 i don't think it is something that we should invest in at the onset it is something that okay when you've proven your how would i put it your when, product yeah when you've proven your product and now there are multiple people making use of it. Then it would make sense to try to understand how these people are making use of it, not and to improve and how, their yeah, experience. How can, so it can be better. And, and yeah, I get we are all building products for the next billion users. But how many? <laughs> how many ever get to the next billion users? So I for mean, me, if, I, if we launch in India, the next billion users. <laughs> 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 but I, I, I see where all this is. I mean, we can. The lean startup also says, I mean, build small, then you go into a bigger space, mm -hmm. so that by the time you're not going to that spot then you have more chances to explore, create opportunities, I mean, reduce the unemployment rate in Nigeria. I mean, we all do these things for a reason, whether, whether good or bad or manageable. Yeah, that's, and that's exactly my annoyance. Yeah, let's, let's stop kidding ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, and this is with all due respect to the work UX researchers do all over the world and in Nigeria. I feel like you should say that. You know? <laughs> I, I need to make it clear that not to not slander anyone <laughs> or to say anybody's work is actually in the direction of anyone. Should I put yeah. your disclaimer like at the beginning? But go on. Yeah. No, but I mean, um, UX researchers actually do. They do. They, they know their. They know their onions because I've seen certain case studies. I've read um, certain experiences that people write. They optimize flows of already existing procedures. So those explanations, those those research, those um, dissection of already existing flows help the help the owner of the products help the developers and help those that are, are using the product in general get a better understanding of the products they are using if i'm to deviate a bit what is so special about ux research that a project or product manager can't handle 
I would like to know. So the, th- the thing about it is, the bigger the project, the more breakdown of rules available. Because if in a small startup, one person can run the role of a PM, a designer, and even a marketer. But as you begin to expand, you only have one head, two hands, and two feet. And 24 hours. And 24 hours. Which means, unless you have a time machine, <laughs> I mean, there's, lit- there's a limited amount of things you can do. You, just because you are, you are the designer now, or you are the project manager, you won't go to, when Yaba, for instance, you won't go to Unilag and start interviewing students and saying, oh, your bank app, do you really like the way you log in? Do you, 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 don't have that, you don't have that stretch of time. You are busy trying to make sure the developer is, is delivering on time. You have a Scrum project here. You have under Agile project here. You can't split yourself into two. If, now, now, I feel this goes very well to make my case. <laughs> that except the project is at, at a scale where you actually need a UX researcher. What are you doing? No, I mean, that, that, rule, that rule applies to basically everything. You won't employ a developer if you don't have the full idea of what you want to build on first. You yeah. get someone to understand the business model first. I mean, if you employ a developer, it will just be sitting follow doing nothing. It's the same way a UX researcher will be sitting follow doing nothing until you have a need for the UX researcher. And I think we employ... <clears throat> I wouldn't say we're employing a lot of UX researchers ahead of time because I don't know many. I don't even know any here, but... Uh, the, uh, the, the number of times I've heard the word UX researcher, you know, tossed around of recent, you know, clearly, I don't think I've heard that many billion user pro- products, you know, existing. So I feel there's, there's a problem there. But I mean, I'm, I'm open to it. I welcome it because it's, it's building for the, we future, all have to eat, for the right? future billion yeah. users. We'll <laughs> 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 be for now and the future, for the present and the future. So I mean, I mean, I, it feels like. We've, we've come, we've to, come to that point where we see that they are necessary, but they shouldn't be um, an added log to the truck that is not needed. They should not be extra weights. It should be, oh, pulling your weights when you are needed, pulling your weights where we know we are at the point where we can't do this on our own. We need an expert in this field. We need someone that understands how a user can, un- can use these products of ours. Ultimately, yeah. I, I think generally it's just maybe approach you know some people hire 100 on day one some people hire five you know and then grow from there so but I, I'm, I'm more of the oh have a, a lean team of people and make the best out out of that because when you when you hire 100 from the start you have a lot of redundancies that people don't do their best work and come on <laughs> there's no money to waste <laughs> there's no money on ground there's no money on ground <laughs> I mean, this, this, has, this has been an interesting conversation, really. I, I've, I've come to terms to the point that uh, there's, it's like the elephant story where six blind men are touching the elephant, and each one describes it in its own special way. But at the same time, six of them are right. Yeah. I, I feel like there's no, there's no bad side to this, and there's no good side to this. Mm-hmm. We're all right, we're all wrong. <laughs> that being this. said, there's <laughs> no UX researchers should DM me. I am touching one side of the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this has been fun though yeah I think this was interesting your opinions were very fun to hear um, anyone who wants to you know find Charles somewhere I'm not on social media <laughs> should know I am not on social media <laughs> we hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation um, we would
would be having another episode so you should look out for that thank you for listening to us and if you have any opinions you can continue the conversation on twitter our social media at check underscore dc and so don't forget to share comment tell your friends tell your friends to come listen to this podcast don't give away (laughs) we're not doing giveaway today but yeah giving away ux rules (laughs) wow i'm not there like all right so thank you very much for joining us and it's been a pleasure it's been been fun guys so those cheers cheers